So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. One of the the comparisons I had to this dude, like his floor would be like a guy like Dalvin Tomlinson. Like, I think he can be that good. His obviously like ceiling, which is highly unlikely, but I put Fletcher Cox. Like, wow. Yeah. That's reaching. Here's my thing. The number one thing for him is he can't pass rush for shit. Mm -hmm. How you don't have him at number one when it's a pass rushing is the number one thing everyone's looking for these days. I mean, yeah, that's what you would want, but I don't think none of these guys can do it. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Max and Juan cast. I'm right here with my co-host. What's up, everybody? It's Max. You already know. At this point, we don't even have to introduce ourselves, I feel like. It's like, I already know. It's the daily thing, bro. We're coming back with our popular series, our draft series, where we go over our top five prospects for the upcoming 2021 NFL draft. We're back in the dungeon. We're back in business. We got the mic going. We got the laptops. We got the lights. We got the whole deal, bro. Yo, technology's been good lately, bro. What can I say? It's so <laughs> nice not to worry about the stupid shit. And, and people have been loving it, bro. We've been getting some positive feedback. We've been getting some black like kind of kind of like pushback because of our prospects not everyone agrees with us bro no one's ever going to agree with you it's like <laughs> it's like when we put out our first mock drafts and i'm sure people are gonna be like oh that, that would never happen but yeah. it's like it's what we think you know everyone's got their own opinion and if you guys didn't hear i i said this in the in the qb um, prospect video but me and max are not professional scouts by any sort of the imagination all right not at all we're gonna be wrong about prospects. Am I right? We've been wrong plenty uh, of once times. Once or twice. Yeah. Now I'm just I'm bullshitting, but we've always been like let's go over a couple we missed. This isn't even like a hearse. I was big on Deion Jordan. I'm not afraid to admit it. I was big on black eyes. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I was big what? on him. Like it was a quarterback I was big on that was terrible. Uh I really like Matt Leiner. But like I know I was like <laughs> t- I was like twelve, so that, does that count? Uh, One had some Jamarcus Russell stock no, back in the stop. day. <laughs> no, but th- it just comes back to bro. We're, we're gonna be wrong. We don't. We're we're not saying that our opinion is the number one valid right answer. There is no right answer. These guys are prospects. It's it's the unknown, especially from the character wise. You know, like we're not interviewing these guys. That's that that's a big part of this process. I think that's the hardest part of any evaluation because. 
like we just talked about a guy like Deion Jordan, it was like, well, there was a lot of trades, but like who could have saw this getting suspended? Exactly. And it's like, oh, you're wrong because you got a suspender. Josh Gordon, it's like, hey, I was right. He's good. Yeah. It's not my fault. He has a like a substance abuse problem. It's not my fault. <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah. But today, guys, we're going to be continuing defense. I think the last video we put out was edge rushers. Now we're going to be getting into the big boys inside, okay? We're going to be doing defensive tackles. Overall, this class was good, not great to me. It's, I guess over the last couple of years, we've seen guys like Aaron Donald. We've seen Fletcher Cox of the world, even J.J. Watt going inside. And everyone wants that next inside guy. Yeah. And let's just start with our thoughts about this class as a whole to start with. What did you think? It's a, it's a very high floor. That's it, a good way to put it. I it, hadn't thought of that. It's high floor. That That's the way I want to put it. It's high floor. None of these guys are elite as far as a, even like a Fletcher Cox coming out. Like I thought he was really good. Um, a guy like um, from from the Jets. Sheldon Richardson? No, no, no. The sneeze guy. The bless Oh, you. Quinn Williams? Quinn Williams. Oh, bless Thank you that I got here. So. Excuse me. I went blank on his name, but like <laughs> Quinn Williams, like he was. He, oh my god! He came out. He was elite. Like he was. He was slam dunk. Top three pick, and he was known to be one of the blue chippers. Like yeah. there's no blue chippers in in the defensive tackle class this year. I think it's a deep class, but it's not. It's not a. There's not the marquee guy at the top. Like one said, we yeah. just said it. I saw five good players, mm-hmm. just in the top five. They're all good. There's no one I'm like really scared to take. Maybe one of the guys I'm scared to take. So. When you watch defensive tackles, what do you value? I value strength, mm-hmm. pass rush, because this is the this is the name of the game in the NFL today. It's not really about hey, we need a like a Damon Harrison. Like that's important in some schemes, but it's not the end all be all. Like everyone wants a guy who's going to push the pocket, who's going to be able to collapse it, and that's very rare. Yeah, it's, it's rare. very rare to find that the guy that can do both. It, exactly, that's the thing, and that's what I look for. I look for strength, and I don't want to see my D tackle getting bullied out there. Like yes. D tackle's got to be the biggest, strongest guy on the team. Mm-hmm. Very seldom is it where like Aaron Donald's the strongest guy in the Rams, Fletcher Cox the strongest guy in the Eagles. You want these guys to be the point of the attack. You don't want them to get bullied, and if they get bullied, it's like you're gonna have a bad run defense. So that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. What about you? Um. I look I look for similar traits. I look for, of course, like you said, strength. You know what I mean? His his point of attack, how aggressive is he? Is he a guy that's so aggressive where he doesn't know where the where the ball is? You know what I mean? He's just ripping through guys and going through the line. Yeah, he's in the backfield, but it's a speed sweep, and it's exactly. like you just took yourself out of the play. Exactly. Can he disengage blocks? Is he a two-gap? Is he? A, is, can he play zero technique? Can he play three technique? That all comes into consideration. Um, I I would go with you with saying I would want realistically my defensive tackle, depending on what type of scheme, to do multiple things. I want him to rush the passer, and I want him to be able to stop the run. Unfortunately, in this class, I don't think there's anyone like that. There's maybe some potential there that they can be like that, but I think most of these guys, they're really good at one thing. Like you can you can plug them into the NFL today. They're gonna be pro ready. They're gonna do just fine. But um, strong legs. You know what I mean. If if their anchor is really good, yeah, it's kind of exactly. like an offensive lineman. This is the most important position where strength matters. You're not yes. gonna find a lot of guys where they're all finesse because you're gonna get pushed out the way. And yeah. like, I mean, I'm gonna sound like a broken record here. 
I'm going to add one more thing to it. I thought there was a lot of guys that was like, it was like a good piece of a guy. It's not the whole, there's no one who's the whole package. Yeah. And that's what we, we already touched on it, but let's go over the list. I'm going to give you mine and then you'll give me your list. Let's we'll go through it. one through five. Who I got Christian Barmore from Alabama at one. Levi Onzurike from Washington. Davion Nixon from Iowa at three. Tyler Selvin at four. Milton Williams at five. Wow. From uh, Florida, uh, LA Tech, sorry. Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Different. I think ours is really different. Okay. Um, number one, Aleem McNeil from NC State. Number one. Wow. Number two, I have Christian Barmore from Bama. Three, I got Jay Tufili, uh, Tufili out of USC. Okay. I'm always butchering USC, guys. Yeah, I feel bad. They've got hard names, though. they got hard names. <laughs> Uh, four, Tyler Shelvin from LSU, the okay. big boy. Okay. Um, and number five, I have Marvin Wilson from Florida State. Okay. Yeah. So we have the, the only one we got the same as four. Yes. That's okay. it. So we got some major differences. So I'm interested. Um, I did watch a lot of the guys on your list. I'm pretty sure you watched yeah. the guys on mine. Those guys were in some of my honorable mentions. I'll say that. So let's go over my number one then. You want to start off with mine? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Um, McNeil, NC State, 6'2", 320 pounds. His pros. This guy's a true nose tackle. Okay. Two gap, not a three tech guy. Like when you're talking about versatility, I don't think he's going to be able to three tech. And that's fine. And like I said, this class is a a high floor. So if he can do one thing very good, I'm going to live with it. Like if that's if that's the name of the class, that's what it's gonna have to be. I'm not looking for a guy that's gonna be average at both spots, but he can he can play he can play two gap, and he can play the three technique. Like that that's not gonna matter to me. I want to see someone who at least does one thing very good, and this guy can play the zero tech very good. He's he's a nose tackle. He's gonna line up right over the center. Do you worry about his frame for a nose tackle? There's not a lot of 320-pound nose tackles walking around. Like, yeah. you think a nose tackle, 340, 350. Well, just going on the cons and you saying that, this, I think this guy's strong as hell. And the tape doesn't lie. He doesn't get moved around much. He's very hard to move. His block shed, great. He disengages tack, um, blockers. Excuse me. Um, he can move for his size. Even though he can't play three technique, it's not like this guy's a fat slob. Like, he can move. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, he can move in I space. Guess, yeah, he has quickness. Um, he's an edge rusher's dream because this guy is going to demand double teams in the inside a lot. And that's what you necessarily want from your D tackle. Cause that's where his value is going to come from most of the time. What did you think about the way he fought through double teams? I think it was good. And like he, he was, he was to the point where he's not going to just be in the play and just stand there like, oh, I'm double teamed. The play's over. Like, he's going to fight his way through. Okay. That's a, that was my big question. Look, I'm going to hit you with some cons. Uh, I didn't think he could pass rush for anything. No. Yeah. One of my cons. Okay. And then he's like a two-down player at times for me. And I get your nose tackle. It's valuable in the NFL, but it's like 10 years ago, nose tackle a lot more valuable than it is now. Your cons kind of fit mine. Like you said, he can't rush for shit. As far as on, on passing downs, like he he can come off the field on third down um, and he can be a little finesse at times. So I, I can understand the question that you brought up right away. 
like when he gets double teamed, like what do you see? And I do, like I can see it. Like he kind of plays a little bit finesse at times. But one of the the comparisons I had to this dude, like his floor would be like a guy like Dalvin Tomlinson. Like I think he can be that good. His obviously like ceiling, which is highly unlikely, but I put Fletcher Cox. Like wow, yeah, that's reaching. Here's my thing. The number one thing for him is he can't pass rush for shit. Mm-hmm. How you don't have him at number one when it's a pass rushing is the number one thing everyone's looking for these days. I mean, yeah, that's what you would want, but I don't think none of these guys can do it as far as both of them. Like they can't play, they can't be stout against the run and be a a, a guy on pass rushing downs. I don't think any of these guys can do it. That's why I said in the beginning, like if one of these guys can do one thing very good, I'm going to take that. Like the, the, Prototypical nose tackles are still valuable in the NFL. I are they are they a dying breed kind of? Yeah, to the point. Well, why and not the, Tyler Shelvin over this guy then? Because Tyler Shelvin is just as much a nose it's, tackle. It's the athleticism. Like I think. So this guy, you're gonna bet on his athleticism over Tyler Shelvin? Yeah, like he can. Like I said, the the ceiling. He's probably the best ceiling wise guy. Because I said, like the comparison, like his high comp is Fletcher Cox. Like I really can't see that. Of him being that. Is he going to be... Like, is it likely? No, it's highly unlikely. That's why I put Dalvin Tomlinson. For a guy like him for his floor. But he he is he is very good at, as far as, like, his get-off. Like, his get-off is crazy to me. Like, he's twitchy. Okay. I, I think you're leaning on this side of just seeing the glass half full. Mm. I didn't see... I didn't see the best defense tackle in the class. I get... I, get, I see the run stopping. I see the quick first step. I just didn't see enough. I to me it's boomer bust with this guy. Yeah. Not not so much bust, but I don't see the boom as much cuz mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be a bad football player. Mm-hmm. I'll go with that. A- another thing about him just to show you his athleticism. I found out this guy played linebacker and running back in high school. <laughs> so like, yeah, so I he's an athletic. I, I didn't see that. He's part. an athletic human being. Like he's not he's not like a like I said like a fat slob. <laughs> Like, some of these dudes are just, you know, belly hanging out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's... Well, they're two tackles. They're allowed to have a little belly. Yeah, Come but on. but I'm saying, you know, from, like, an, an Albert Hainsworth. Oh, man. Late like, in his who's career. The, who's the guy for Seattle, like, last couple? Like, Al Woods? Yeah. Be- belly hanging yeah. out? I hear what you're saying about him, but to me, Barmore's the number one D tackle. He's the safest pick. He's 6'5", 310. He's not going to play... He's not going to play nose tackle. He's not really a 3-4 end. He's more of a 4-3 tackle. I think he's tailor-made for that. Good athlete. Not special. He never really gets destroyed was one of my pros about him. But there's times he's inconsistent. Good first step. Good play, good hand usage. Very good. But you can attribute that to the Alabama coaching in him. Yeah, their system. Exactly. That's part of it. And the cons I had, he's not elite in anything. He's not an amazing pass rusher. Not amazing against the run. He's good on both. Not special. There's going to be times where he gets double teamed. He's going to get moved. Mm-hmm. Not a, he doesn't have the best anchor. It's not like Quinn Williams coming out. Yeah. And that's my player comp. It's poor man's Quinn Williams. Really? It's like if you took Quinn Williams and like cut him, gave him like 60%, and mm-hmm. that's Christian Barmore. It's just, it's not elite. I don't know how to say anything. That, other no, than that's that. perfect. That's perfect. That's it's what I It's not have. bad, but it's not elite. And I don't know. There's, to me, I wouldn't touch any of these guys before like the twenty fifth pick in the first round. It's that it's there's no Ed Oliver. Like if Ed Oliver's in this class, it's special traits. Like I don't even think anyone had special traits really. No, maybe like a special tool, like a first, like a quick first step. But 
nobody had the strength. Yeah. The whole package. No one. No one was the whole package. Um, you took the words out of my mouth. Like, where's the ceiling for him? And like you said, maybe Quentin Williams, but I don't really. No, see no, it. it never will be what Quentin Williams no. could be. So it, that's what I'm saying. Like the ceiling with this guy, it's not high. Um, but you're not going to get a bad football player. That's no, one thing I'll no. say. I think if He's you solid. get him, be like an eight-year starter for you. He'll have flashes, maybe an occasional great game. Because there's times when you watch the film, he, he can't be blocked. But there's times where it's like, oh, my God, he's getting blocked. It's not like Quinn and Williams where it's yeah. the whole year can't be blocked. Yeah, one, one of the things I put, no eye-popping film. Like, nothing popped out to me. He did his job. He was solid. Um, just like you said. I felt like he lacked a little bit of, of aggression to me. I feel like he needs a little bit more nastiness. I feel like he's too cool out there at times. Um, but it's just he what he doesn't dominate as much as you would think. I mean, this guy is 6'5", 310 pounds. Like, he's big. And he plays for Bama. He has guys around him. Like, you would think he'll, you know, have a little bit more eye-popping film. But doesn't mean he's a bad player like you said. No, he's not. I had him at two. Okay. So that just goes to show you what I feel about him. Um, but he's solid. M- mine was um Sheldon Rankins. Oh, for a player comp? Yes. That's a good one. So what made McNeil one over him? It was... Just the potential? It was the, the potential. Quick first step in the play strength? Yeah, that. And I think when you when you throw him into a zero tech, I think he's going to be like... Well, I don't think Barmore can play. He doesn't have the play strength to play no, zero tech. I think McNeil can. Okay. Like, by far. Like, he's, he's and strong And he can play three, four end at times. You're going with two. I think What's that, his natural position you're going to go zero. with? Zero. Zero tech? Yeah. I, I think he's more of a 3-4 end. I don't think so. I He, he can grow into that because of his athleticism. I think he has a lot of work to do. But he's, as far as right now, rookie, you plug him in, he's going to be a very good zero tech guy. And he has some athleticism to him. So that's where I can see the pass rushing improving. It's going to matter where, where these guys go, like always, coaching, scheme all of that plays into account but um barmore barmore is going to be solid and i just feel like mcneil is going to have a higher ceiling as far as him yeah barmore is not bad like if you 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 having him at one is not that surprising it's it's, i just thought it was the safest pick yeah and i was like you know these guys aren't special enough to risk it Mm -hmm. like there's no i'd risk for the like risk it for the biscuit on exactly but like I'll go to number two because you have Barmore. We already touched on him. Levi Onzerike from Washington, six three two ninety. Pros, good technique. He has a good pad level when he plays for someone who's six three. Yes. Yeah, he does. I think he's pretty good strength for what his weight is. Quick ass first step, very quick. He's disruptive. He's not going to get a lot of sacks. I think even in the NFL, he's not going to be a sack like Maestro or whatever. He's just going to be a guy who, like F's plays up. Yeah. One thing I saw is like sometimes he'll hold up the D lineman. Say like, say you're the excuse me, the O lineman. Say you're the O lineman. Like he's looking at the play. He's like looking. And he's like, get the hell out of my way. I'm gonna yeah. go get him right now. Uh, the cons I had for this guy: small frame, two ninety. You're a little light in the ass to play D tackle. That's tough, my guy. Uh, four three player. He's not playing three four. No. What's he gonna play? End. It's just he's not really the type of guy. Like if he gets double teamed, this is another big one. He gets knocked around. Yeah. He's gonna be moved. I'm a little scared of him in the run game. Like when he's one on one, I trust it. But if he if two guys get their hands on him, I'm like oh, I'm scared. Uh, needs more moves. He's raw. Yeah. Uh, player comp I was Jerry Tillery. Because okay. I because I thought he just like Jerry Tillery came out. I know he was bigger, six six, but to me Jerry Tillery like struggles with strength. 
Yeah. And that's what I kind of saw in this guy. He's good. He's going to be a good player. I'm not doubting that. It's just I didn't see special. I saw like a glimpse of special here and you there. Were, but I was trying so hard to see special on these guys. Because you don't even have him on your list. I don't. I don't. And I think I think he's just too light. I think he's just way too light for me. And I, I didn't see I didn't see the strength on film. I didn't feel like he had enough strength. Um, would you say that he's a tweener? I was going to say, because I was my next point I was going to bring up. I think he's a tweener, but he can't play edge. He's not. Maybe for a possession or two, you need like a big edge. Or set, like If he's an edge, he's going to be a monster in the run game. He's yeah. going to shut down the edge all the time. But he's not going to win with speed on the edge ever. Yeah. And he's not doesn't have the power to like. He's not going to forklift a guy like Mackay Becton or yeah. uh, Ryan Ramschek. That's, that's a tough. So that's what I'm a little scared of. Yeah. No, I I didn't really see it, man. Um, like I said, bad technique. Uh, he's raw. He's, he's raw. raw. He's yes. raw. He's light. He's a tweener. Mean. I'm notorious for not liking tweeners. I just really don't. I don't. I don't like guys who can't do at least one thing well. You know what I mean? Like. Okay, let's let's decide what you are first. Like to me, he's a big project. And I, I'm going to bring this up. Aaron Donald, he's listed at 285, and he's six feet tall. Rare though. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you're really going to compare this guy to Aaron Donald? Everyone's say, everyone's going to try to find the next Aaron Donald, and it's just not going to happen. And it, Aaron Donald's tape was amazing coming out. Like he dominated. <laughs> yeah. And you know maybe I'd have a little more faith in him if he went to the combine and put on a show or mm-hmm. like you know 40 reps of the 225 as. Four six, four seven, but without that information, I'm scared. And what Aaron Donald does, typically people don't ask that from them, from their D tackles. No, and I would say one of the problems with Aaron Donald still is if he gets double teamed in the run game, he'll get moved occasionally. Yeah, and that's not as that's not a slight. Yeah, but there's a guy in the Rams, uh, Joseph Day. I I can't think of his name right jo- now. Joseph Day. The uh, there's a nose tackle. Yeah, uh, I can't think of his name. I'm sorry. But like monster, like three fifty, like immovable object. If you have one of those guys next to Aaron Donald, yeah. If you have a guy like that next to this guy, I'm not. I'm. I'm good for it. I'm there's, like, yeah. Look, there's still good value in these big motherfuckers who can't be moved in the middle. A lot of people are not going to value them. I fucking value them. I think they're very like to have a guy like um like Brandon Williams. You know what I From mean? From Baltimore, Michael Pierce, he opted out last year. He would have helped the hell out of Minnesota's run defense. Or, or the all-time one, like Damon Harrison, Snacks. like Vince Wolferk, man. like He's the guy who kind of started the trend of, like, let's go get a big guy in the middle who can't be moved. And the guy I was saying it was Sebastian Joseph Day. I was just, I get bothered when I can't remember <laughs> shit. I looked it up real quick. Yeah. But to me, you got to be good at either one. Like, okay, you D-tackle, you're not that big. But you know what? You can play three technique. You're athletic. You got some moves. Okay, let's work with it. Are you just a big ass motherfucker that can play zero? You just a big ass human. You need up blocks. You're gonna take up space. Okay, that that's fine. To me, he wasn't that either. But you see the potential. I feel it. Um, I'm gonna move on to my number three, Jay Tufili from USC. Hashtag fight on all my USC fans <laughs> out there. Um, six three three zero five. Now he's only a couple pounds. More than than your guy that you had at three, but it's different, man. It, he's I, different. I saw the bo- like just the body looks different. Like this guy looks like an edge. Like the guy I'm talking about, um, Ozenrique. He looked like an edge rusher. He was like all skinny, lean. I'm like, like a little more meat on the bone for my D tackle. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, this guy's Polynesian. Like these dudes are freaking. They're cut different. 
<laughs> they build different. Yeah, they build different, bro. <laughs> so the pros for him, he can move very good. Like for a big dude, he is so fluid. Nothing looks unnatural to him as far as movement wise. Like everything is he's not stiff. The best way I could put it, he's fluid in all of his movements. Um, two, he's strong as hell. Like this guy is fucking strong. He came in as a freshman. It was an all all American. And then his second season that he played, he was an all all um Pac twelve player. Like this guy has some pedigree to him. Came in came in out the gates as a freshman and played and played very good. Um has great twitchiness to him. Like I think his get off is really good. High motor. You know how these Polynesians are. Oh, like, yeah. They're high motor. They're aggressive. They're going to fight. Like, this dude is sideline to sideline. Like, he's willing to chase down guys. Um, very good pad level, I think. Um, his cons. It is a question mark for Zero Tech. It is. It is. Because of his size. You think he's a 3-4 or a 4-3 guy? I he's think a 4-3. He's 3-tech. Yeah, I was going to say I 4-3 all the way on this guy. Yeah, He opted out. You said that though, right? Yeah, he opted out. That's that's scary to me too, just with a lot of these guys. Yeah. And like I said, he's kind of small. He can get washed out by double teams at times. You know what I mean? You can take him out of the play like that. It, it seems like the guy we have at 2-3, and three, both we like him if they're playing next to someone really good. Yeah. Or like a really <laughs> like If this guy's next to Fletcher Cox, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling it on this one. Yeah. I think that's what we got. We got a, a pretty good number two D tackle right here. Like mm-hmm. in this guy, in Onzerike, mm-hmm. even Barmore, I would say, like, yeah. I don't think he's the number one big dog D tackle on the team. Even mine, like McNeil, my number one. Like, I, I can see I can see why someone doesn't like him. But um, Jay Tufili, um, my comparison for him, David Onyemata. It's <laughs> a great one. Yeah, that, that's what I have for him. But um, this guy's strong, dude. He is very strong on tape, and hopefully he's been staying in the gym. He's just been getting even stronger. Who knows if that weight is is still 305. Maybe he gained some weight. I'm going to push back on the strength. I didn't see amazing strength. I saw good strength, mm-hmm. but it wasn't type of strength that I'm like, Ooh. It's not Fletcher Cox. No, it's not. No, but it's, I think it's doable. Like I can see it. Like it, everything's serviceable, natural. good enough. Yeah. Everything's natural about him, though. That's what I really like. Everything's natural. I'll say one more. He's raw. He needs some pass rushing yeah. moves, and you kind of scared because he lost a year of development. But maybe just in the lab, just mm-hmm. working on your craft. So that's one of the hardest things. We're gonna say it every. This is unlike a year we've ever seen. When have we ever seen a top guy opt out? Never. Yeah. Like the only guy I can really think of was like Clowney. They're like, you don't need to play. Yeah, and usually when guys opt out, it's not for the full year. They maybe miss a bowl yeah, game. Yeah, no. This, and I don't blame anyone for opting out. I want to say that right now. No no judgment for opting out of COVID-19. There was so much like so more, much uncertainty. When we're at now, everyone's kind of learned to live with it. Mm-hmm. But when we were, where we were at at the start of the season, they still were talking about if you touch a surface, your COVID's on the surface. And now, like, t- two months later, that's fake. Yeah. So, I'm not going to fault anybody for opting in. I just want to point that out because I don't know if we even said it in any of the videos. There's no judgment for opting out of this season. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I did want to hit on for Tufili. You say that he's raw, but every time he had a one-on-one matchup, he won it, in my opinion. He he won his matchup. And that's what's important as a defense alignment in general. Edge or not. D-tackle, whatever. As a defense alignment, you get a one-on-one, win your matchup. That's number one, and he did that. I I had him on my honorable mentions, too. I mean, I watch all these guys, and 
it's hard sometimes, like splitting hairs. Yeah. Like my three guy is Davion Nixon from Iowa. 6'2", 306, very similar athletic profile to your guy. Mm. This guy's all about that twitch. It's very quick first step. Play strength is good. 4-3 all the way. A lot of 4-3s so far. Yeah. Good pad level. Good pass rusher. Decent at run. The big cons are, I really worry about the strength. That's my big con. And... I don't know. You watched him, right? What did yeah. you What did you think? Uh, he's raw, just like all these guys. Yeah. Like he had a seventy yard pick six, and I was like, not a lot of D tackles going to at seventy <laughs> yards, bro. Like it just shows the athlete. But that's all good. But I don't give a fuck if my D tackle can really run seventy yards. Like that, I'm just going to be truthful with it. Yeah. Because if they can't anchor their ass in the run game, can't push back a guard, push back a center, that's the most important thing. It uh, is. Pro player comp was Kawan Short without the bull strength, without the strength, man. Smaller, like he's not a he's not a monster, you know. Yeah, that's what I really came down to. It's just very good. I mean, there's not really much more to say about him. Yeah, I'm that, more, that was your four. That was my three. Oh, your three. I'm more excited about my four and Tyler Shelvin than yeah. I am about him. I'm yeah. gonna get. I'll go into it right now. Six three three sixty two. Okay, let's talk. Let's just start with the weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's concerning because. You have one bad offseason. Homeboy's 4'10". He ain't weighing in. He's cutting weight. I'm scared about that. Wow, because I got a different weight. And I, I think Which you're Which one right. did you get? I got 342. Oh, hell. That boy ain't yeah. no three. That boy. I, I think I got the wrong weight. But, yeah, he, he he's a big motherfucker. Well, there <laughs> he lost weight. I will say that. He's in shape. I saw him at the pro day. He's talking about all the shape. He I believe he opted out. Well, at one point during the fall, man, I heard a report that he was over 370. Are you serious? Yes. I didn't see that one. Yeah, he, he had problems with this weight. But um, Tyler Shelvin, bro, LSU pros, obviously, we just talked about it. This dude's large. He's He is fucking big. <laughs> Do you want to hear what my first pro is? What? Big boy space eater 3000. <laughs> but the, that, that becomes what being rare because there's just these guys don't grow on trees. Like he's rare, he's a rare athlete in that sense. No, just because you say rare athlete doesn't mean he has to be fast. You or Tyree Kill. There's others like exactly. Like he's a physical specimen. He's he's big and he's quick. Best play strength I saw. This fucking guy doesn't get moved ever. Yes. Uh, explosive off ball, good get off. Um, surprisingly, he can he can two gap guys. Oh yeah, yeah. He's oh, a two gap master. I put one of my. He needs to be double teamed. I watched the game against Clemson. I watched the game versus, I think it was Georgia in yeah. the college playoff. Yeah. Where they got destroyed. Or it was mm-hmm. Oklahoma, one of those games. I'm yeah. sorry if I can't remember it. There's times where he's pushing the center into the lap of Trevor Lawrence. It's like, wh- where is this constantly? And part of it, he's part of the rotation. He can't play no 60 snaps a game. You yeah. kind of need to monitor him and be like, if we can get 50 good snaps out of this guy. Or excuse me, we can get like 30 good snaps. We're happy because... Stamina's a problem. Yeah. Uh, there's inconsistencies. He plays too high at times. Mm-hmm. And just, he's not an elite athlete, I would say. he's not, By that, I mean, he's not twitched up, not like, he's not going to move like Aaron Donald. It's elite size and strength. I will yeah. say that. I would not call him an elite athlete. And he's raw. A plural player comp, I was Eddie Goldman or like snacks. Snacks. Um, another one is like <sighs> Vita Vea. Yeah, just because Vita- of. Via Vea, compared to him athletically, is different breed. He I'll is. Say. He's different, but uh, the weight. The weight. Yeah, the body. Like, I had DJ Reader. That's a good one, too. I had DJ Reader. I think bad. he's a lot bigger than DJ Reader. Yeah, no, though. this guy. 
if they if a team if New England Patriots draft him, I'm like, oh shit, they got yeah, like god dang it, like this is a guy. Yeah, I'm more excited about him than four. I probably should have had him at three, but it's the one trick pony thing. Yeah, he he's is, still valuable though. Like you couldn't have I'm, him on I'm this gonna, list. This is what I'm gonna push back with you said about McNeil. This guy is the premier zero technique in the draft. He doesn't have the ceiling that your guy has. I would say. I'll say this: He's got a lower floor than your guy, but he's got a lower ceiling too. If that makes sense. But like, I, I get what I, you're I think, I don't know how to explain it well. It's just I buy into him being such a good zero technique, but I don't see anything else at points. Like no, if he, if he gets some push the pocket of this guy, best you tackle in the draft. I think with, with McNeil, you're talking about boomer bust, right? Yeah. I, I feel like this guy's the same way, not with his play though. If that makes sense, I heard a lot of character issues with this dude. And this this is where I bring up in the beginning of the podcast how we don't know. We don't interview these guys. We don't know them. That's where the GMs come, come into part. So it's very hard to do this process. But he he actually got suspended for a couple games due to academics. So, like, what, what does that go to show you? That can mean a lot of things. You know what I mean? I'm not going to judge the guy as far as saying, like, well, he's not going to be a great player because of that. Bad dude. And, or yeah. be like, oh, he's he's dumb. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say that. I'm just saying, it's there. It's worth to bring up. It's worth to have some caution about. I'm, I don't know the so situation. So maybe discipline. Would be, but yeah. also, I'll say this. I'll push back and I'll say, how smart is your D-tackle need to be? It's like, yeah. go. And they're wired ball. differently. Yeah, it's like, get, see ball, get ball, hold this big mf up. <laughs> exactly. He's not the quarterback. We got to know everyone's job. Yeah. But, um, and then obviously the weight. Like, like I said, I heard that he was 370 <laughs> at one point. 370 plus. <laughs> you know, that's like nice talk for 400, right? Like, yeah. I'll say this. My five guy, he has a weight concern in a different way. Most times with the weight, it's this guy. It's like, oh, he's too big. Mm. And I think this is the only guy. Like, all the D-tackles aren't like him. Mm. Like, who's the next heaviest D-tackle on here? It's like Barmore, 310. Yeah. This guy's like 45 pounds heavier. Mm. Easily. We could have said Dexter Lawrence, too. I think he's bigger than Dexter Lawrence. He's bigger. He's bigger because Dexter Lawrence can play three tech a little bit. Yeah, he's athletic, but no, th- this guy is huge, bro. And you have to have him on your list because I, I agree with you. Have there, there's a place for these guys in the NFL still for the zero tech. There no was tackles. a guy who got drafted from them last year, Rashad Lawrence. He got drafted by Arizona, same type of player, but this is a better version of that guy. Yeah. So you can go with your five. Give me your five first, and I'll give you mine after. Uh, my five is Marvin Wilson from Florida State. He's 6'3", 303, um, pros, great power. There's actually a play. I'm going to try to get it on, on here. Ho- hopefully, hopefully you guys are watching the clip. But he literally tosses Makai Becton from Louisville. Like he tosses him on the floor like a rag. Are you kidding me? Yes. I didn't see that clip. In All my freaking, what, what is Makai Becton, like 6'7", 300 plus? Pl- pl- no, he's like 350, yeah. yeah. He, he's like he's like a bigger... Uh, guy we talked about Shelvin, yeah. like a taller Shelvin. All three, all six, seven, three hundred and fifty pounds on the floor, ragdoll. Um, great power, obviously. Because while well, I said that, uh, violent tans, and he can be very disruptive. I think that's the best way to put him. He's disruptive as hell. Um, cons, obviously, I don't think he's a two two down guy. Um, I think he's gonna come come off the field on third down. Oh no, so he is a two down guy. That's your con. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I missed. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think he was that good at pass rushing. Yeah, can't pass rush. That was my <laughs> other one. And then bad, bad um twenty twenty tape. I guess you can kind of give him a pass on that one just for the COVID stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I it's, mean, it's scary. A lot of these guys have that situation. To be honest, in, in this class, 
um, in general with all all these guys. And I'm talking defense and offense. Well, every every player has a similar situation where their tape was worse on 2012. Um, excuse me, 2020, and their 2019 tape was amazing. Well, that's say two of the guys on your list only have 2019 tape to go off of. Yeah. Same thing with mine. A couple of the guys only have 2019. Hmm. Uh, my five was Milton Williams. This is the scariest part. You ready? Six four two seventy eight. We were talking about uh, Onzerike being light in the ass. This boy is Woo! extra light in the ass. Great athlete. He looks really good. Like I'm talking about, like kind of a Greek god. Quick feet. <laughs> Doesn't get knocked off his spot that much, but it's also like, bro, it's the NFL. How many two seventy eight D tackles are you gonna pull out of your ass? Like, he's not John Randall, right? How how big was John Randall? Like two seventy to it. He was super light, but I'm saying you don't find those guys. Like this is why I'm scared. And I say lack of length, and he's raw as hell. So again, he sounds I'm, like a reach for Aaron Donald. I, I was I just like the athlete, bro. I went with that. I probably should have went with uh, the guy from USC you were talking about, Tufili. Tufili. I'm just I like him. I know I'm sounding really negative on the guy. The two seventy eight's the big concern. Yeah, it's like lack of length. Pro player comp Henry Milton. That's what I, you know, that's my boy. So. Um, for for my guy at five, Marvin Wilson. My player comp was Sheldon Richardson or Larry Okunjobi. Ooh, so I liked your guy a lot. I'll be honest with you, man. I kind of regretted putting him on here because I was like split. <laughs> I but just I like the athlete. I like the look of the guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. Um, I feel like everyone's trying to find the next Aaron Donald, and. He's well, just, first it was it's not going to happen. First it was where's the next JJ Watt, and then it was like, well, let's go look for Donald, and that's like, and that's why Donald fell was because of he his, wasn't his weight six one two eighty five, but he was dominant as hell. I've was. seen Aaron Donald in real life. He's not six one. He's like six feet, maybe five eleven. I was just talking about this with my brother. He's just you don't see human beings that are three hundred plus like pounds because I think he is three hundred plus pounds, but it's not fat. Oh, like, Donald, he's just like rocked up, dude. He is rocked. I've never seen a defensive tackle that looks that ripped. Like, <laughs> like Wolfer- my man's has yeah. six pack. Like Vince Wolford, boy, I got like the the belly out yeah. the ass. Like Aaron Donald's like, I got a six pack, bro. And he's just he is strong as hell, bro. It's rare. He's just super rare. This class, I think it's going to be a lot of good. I'd be surprised if you get a Pro Bowler in the first year, first two years. Yeah. Like I think. The only way you get a pro board is you get a guy like, say, Barmore falls to like the Rams mm. or some bullshit, like in the third round or whatever, whatever they're picking. One of these guys has to go where there's already an alpha D tackle. Yeah. The guy that's probably going to go the highest in this draft is probably Barmore. I would, I would bet my money on that. Yeah, he's just the safest pick. Yeah, he's the safest pick. The guy who I have at one, who I feel like has the highest ceiling out of all these guys, is McNeil. Where would you pick him? Second? Second round. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes in the first, though. I'd be surprised. I wouldn't I'd be, be I'm talking about, like, late first, though. Oh, okay. I'm late. Totally like, I'm talking about I thought 20, he, 25. And, I thought he was a third rounder. But, like I said, there's tantalizing talent. I'm not against that. Yeah. But it's just too much boomer bust with a lot of these guys, man. Like, Tyler Shelvin, one bad offseason. He's done. <laughs> uh, the guy I had at five, if he can't even develop that frame anymore, he's not going to be able to do it. Yeah. Uh, Onzerike, how where is he going to play? Is he, he tackle really, or is he yeah. an edge? 
And to be honest, this is where usually we do our honorable mentions. I know you had uh, Tufili, obviously. Tufili and the other guy, yeah, Milton. Not Milton. Um, McNeil? McNeil, yeah. Okay. Um, did you watch the guy from UCLA? I'm blanking on his name. Oh. Um, With the crazy last name. Yeah, I don't know how to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm going <laughs> to look it up and I'll show you the name. Yeah. Um, he is, I don't see the strength. I think he is literally an undersized uh, defensive tackle. Also, Odukawa. I don't know. <laughs> Odukwiza. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Bro. We'll put it on the screen. We'll make sure you guys know who we're talking about. But did you watch him? At I all? did. I've turned it off pretty quick. I was like, what am I looking at? I I did not like it at all. I I feel like that's very reaching for the stars for like an Aaron Donald. I don't see it. That's that's probably the other guy. Um, a lot of my honorable mentions were on your list. Yeah. So we, we covered those, but I feel like that's one of the guys who I seen a lot of people talking about. I, I've seen a couple, but I never bought into the hype. I just didn't see, I don't see what everyone's talking about. Exactly. But that's going to do it guys. We hope you guys enjoyed the defensive tackles. Um, make sure to watch any of our other draft prospect videos it's we have a playlist for them we've done all of offense so if you're more of an offensive person go watch them we got quarterbacks we got running backs receivers all that um our next one's probably going to be another defense so we're either going to we do got linebackers and corners that's it linebackers and corners man um we'll probably save cornerbacks for last because i think that's the best one so the next one they'll probably see is linebackers and uh, we say cornerbacks excuse us it's db it's DBs. dbs yeah yeah but um if you guys are watching this on YouTube, man, make sure to hit that subscribe button, like the video, put on t- post notifications, man. We're going to be doing some live stuff pretty soon. So Draft season, bro. Two weeks. Two, two, weeks, two weeks, man. Make sure to tune in. We're going to be doing a big draft special after the draft. We're going to have a bunch of guests on. We're going to have live reactions of the first round. We're going to be talking about picks, all of that, bro. It's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you turn on that bell notification to get that alert when we go live. We're going to be going live on YouTube and um, Twitter. Those are going to be the two. But um, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. I hope people tune into that. We're going to have a lot of guests on. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Max underscore Juan Cast. Uh, anything else, Max? No, I'm just thankful for all the support, bro. That's really, there's no words. I mean, I sound like a broken record. <laughs> but like, you know. We went out on a limb and tried this thing, and people support, and that's all that matters, man. Exactly. It's not like it's not like we're paying people to support <laughs> us or something, you know. It's just it's a lot of hard work, and we like doing it, you know. I'm not gonna lie, like it's something I enjoy to do. We've done it for years, and just never made videos about it. Exactly. Like this is the what fourth year in a row we've done a big board, and we've had <laughs> we've had prospects, and we ranked them, and we literally have done this. Like people don't understand, like we've had this podcast on an xbox live party for five years yeah and it's just it's fun to do it on video and hopefully it looks good sounds good Mm. and the support is good also exactly well said max um but that's gonna do it man um until next time we out bro